It's Monday, May 22nd, 2023. Coming up on the program today, using a school shooting to promote acne cream. Plus, you are all slaves to your shoes. Get out of foot prison and start living. Calling a Mexican housemaid to clean up a murder scene. And seagulls are getting high on spice. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Confronting a Subway Masturbator. Do that freaky shit you do that shit off the motherfucking train. Do it again and I'm getting up out this chair and I'ma bust your fucking ass on the train. We understand each other? Do we fucking understand each other? Do some freaky shit again and I'ma get up out this chair and I'ma bust your ass. You wanna rub your dick, bitch? You rub your dick when you get off the motherfucking train. Do we fucking understand? shows thank you so much for checking out distorted view daily longtime listeners know while by some metrics distorted view daily is a successful podcast you know I'm, I'm able to eke out a living thanks to you guys i'm certainly not rolling in dough i don't have joe rogan money he's like at the you know the top of the podcast heap but when it comes to content creators you know it's not just podcasters uh, making money it's uh, youtubers influencers oh my god i wish i could get some brand deals like tiktokers do i mean you know i love adamandeve.com they've been a great sponsor they're a fantastic website but let's be honest they're no neutrogena they don't have that oil of olay money you know, they're not ford gifting me a uh, a mustang just so i can say a few nice things about it i'd love to do a brand deal with febreze I could make it fun and funny. You know, we talk about all sorts of stinky things here on the podcast. Scat. Every time I play a scat scene, I could be like, oh, my God. I bet you they went through a lot of Febreze in that bedroom after they got done playing. You know, really think outside the box. We could have a whole Febreze scale. This uh, solo scene featuring a guy just eating his poop. Well, that's a one and a half Febreze bottle scene. Meanwhile, like a whole scat orgy where shit's being flung up on the walls. No rubber sheets being used. You know, that's like that's like a five bottle Febreze sex scene. You know what I mean? Like, you know, no one wants to take a chance with me, though. 
Now, you might be saying, Tim, ever since that Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light fiasco, brands are probably being a little more careful. They're scrutinizing who they're working with. I don't know if that's true. Check out this paid partnership ad one TikToker created for Biore Face Strips. So countless obstacles that made this. Yeah, I don't know why these professional TikTokers getting paid millions can't figure out how to upload a fucking video without the first second being cut off. This happens to me all the time. I want a goddamn concerted effort from TikTokers to upload content that starts at the beginning. It really speaks to how lazy content creators are becoming. They just don't take pride in their work, like I do. I'm making waffles. What kind? Oh, it's Grandma Jigaboo's old Negro-style waffle batter. Oh, well, how many times have I explained myself here? Back when I created that fake little commercial, it was a different time. Language like that was acceptable. I think I recorded that parody back uh, shortly after World War II. I think it was the late 1940s. It was just a few years after DV transitioned from a vaudeville act to AM radio. Anyway, let's not uh, lose focus here. So uh, what this girl is trying to say, even though you know, she cut off the beginning like an idiot, she said, life has thrown countless obstacles at me this year. I like that she considers the blackheads that the Biore strips are going to help clean to be a uh, an obstacle of hers. I've overcome so much this year. The year started with split ends. Then I found out I had dry, flaky elbows. And now the blackhead? I've overcome so much this year. So countless obstacles that made this year, from a school shooting to having- I'm sorry, this commercial features you talking about a school shooting? I like how she starts with the school shooting. I've had so many obstacles this year from a school shooting. And now on top of it all, oily skin. Jesus Christ, proof there is no God. I could see why she has oily skin. I mean, all that uh, sweating from <laughs> from hiding from the, the shooter under her desk. That's a, that's a very... High pressure situation. All right, I'm sorry. Let me let me play this here. So countless obstacles of me this year, from a school shooting to having no idea what life is going to look like <laughs> after college. Supportive Mental Health Awareness Month. I'm partnering with Bior Skincare to strip away the stigma of anxiety. <laughs> oh my god! It goes from bad to worse. A lot of girls feel depressed about how ugly they are. Biore skin strips will make you less ugly, thereby improving your mental health. Thanks, Biore. Take it from me. I was shot at by a crazed gunman in my high school. So, yeah, I'm kind of an expert on beauty. Look, on one hand, it's super gross to be using a school shooting to sell skincare products. On the flip side, if this poor girl had to live through a school shooting, she might as well capitalize on it. Get something out of it, you know? Turn those lemons into lemonade. We want you to get it all out. Not only what's in your pores, but most importantly, what's on your mind, too. Anxiety in my life has come in waves. I found myself recently struggling from seeing the effects of gun violence firsthand. Oh, I had Jesus. to intentionally set aside time for prioritizing my mental health. I will never forget the feeling of terror that I had walking around campus for weeks in a place I considered home. You would think Biore would be like, uh, look, you've gone through a, a terrible tragedy. I understand you mentioning this obstacle at the beginning of the video once, but then she goes back to it again, which is such a weird thing for a skincare product to feature so prominently in their advertising. I'll never forget the sheer panic and terror, thinking, will I ever see my family again? As I ran down the halls and saw the blown off faces of my schoolmates, I thought, well, at least they'll never have to worry about acne and dry blotchy faces again. Thanks to Biore, neither will I. Even when I wake up after a night terror, drenched in sweat after reliving the darkest day a child could ever experience, 
I know just a few minutes with a Biore strip will strip away all of my problems. I haven't had a sound sleep in months, but look at this glow. You wouldn't know I'm a walking zombie. I mean, this is a bunkers advertisement, right? Cuckoo crazy bananas. Also, I don't want to be too rude here, but look, Biore is paying some buku bucks for this. Can you at least try to sound like you're not reading this off of a piece of paper? She sounds like if uh, a teacher called on her to read from a history textbook out loud in front of the class. Remember doing that in high school? You know how there was always that one kid in class who read a lot slower than the rest? And you just know they were fucking freaking out, having panic attacks, worrying if they were going to be called to read out loud next. And then they are. And the rest of the class is like, oh boy, here we go. Settle in. This is going to be painful. And it's always after a really good reader, too. That's why President Lincoln dedicated this speech at the Soldiers National Cemetery, now known as the Gettysburg National Cemetery. Very good, Caitlin. All right, let's have someone else continue with the next paragraph. How about Todd? How about Todd? No! No! The teacher knows what a shitty reader he is. She's getting off to this. All right, Todd, you're up. President Lincoln dedicated the- That's the paragraph that was just read. Next paragraph. Oh, I'm sorry. What page are we on? 339, Todd. Sorry. Several theories have been advanced by Lincoln allers to explain the prevent provenance thank you of lincoln's famous phrase government of the people okay. by you took 20 minutes to read that sentence class is over we'll pick this up tomorrow and we're gonna start again with todd, todd. <laughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and appoint you official class Come on, Todd. Sound out the word. Sound out the word, Todd. All right, let's finish up with this uh, super compelling advertisement for Biore skin strips. I will never forget the feeling of terror that I had walking around campus for weeks in a place I considered home, with countless anxiety attacks to crying alone in my room at night. My message to you guys is that it's okay not to have it all together. By the way, as she's... (laughs) As she's saying this, she's putting on some sort of Biore cream. Life continually changes and your thoughts will too. Do things that make you happy and know everything will work itself out. Tell that to your dead schoolmates. I mean, you know, I'm not making fun of school shooting victims here. I'm making fun of this girl for making money off of it. She's incorporated this tragedy into her ad. This is nuts. Do things that make you happy and know everything will work itself out. Join me and Biore Skincare in speaking up about mental health by screenshotting this digital card and filling it out yourself. By the way, she doesn't really have great skin. Every video posted is a step closer to normalizing conversations about mental health. That's why I say Biore Skin Strips. Give them a shot. Oh, I love every second of this advertisement, including the happy music in the background. It makes you almost forget she keeps bringing up school shootings during her skincare commercial. I will say this, uh, the ad is so insane, it does make you want to sit through the whole thing. Oh, I hope this starts a trend. Hey guys, this year has been a total roller coaster. From my brain cancer diagnosis to my big move to hospice... 
2023 has been crazy. On the days I'm not constantly in seizures and unable to speak, there's one thing that brings me joy. Del Taco's new carnitas stuffed quesadilla taco. OMG, I'm obsessed. Just the thought of that shredded pork and fresh-made guacamole gets my mouth watering. Of course, all that drool could be due to the holes in my brain, but I like to think it's because of Del Taco. Oh, freaks, breaking news. Literally just a few hours before uh, I started recording this show, Biore has apologized after using a TikToker who survived a school shooting to promote uh, poor strips. Who could have seen this coming? Skincare company Biore and influencer Cecily Max Brown have apologized for a recent partnership post after backlash over the video's references to a school shooting. The TikTok has been taken down from Max Brown's account. In an email to NBC News on Friday, Max Brown said the TikTok came off completely wrong. She said, I love the TikToker. I love the influencer explanation. My only intention was to try to help other people. No, it's a paid partnership. You, your main goal was to get money. So, yeah, that's not your only intention. I just want to shed light on mental illness. Biore says uh, our our consumers have told us that uh, mental health is one of their biggest priorities. This time we did it the wrong way. We promoted one of our influencers stories in the campaign and the promotion of that content was insensitive. We are so sorry. Don't you dare apologize. I love that commercial. And also, I don't think brands are that stupid. They knew exactly what was going to happen. They're getting way more mileage out of this commercial because it went viral and now because of all the news stories, you know? No press is bad press unless trans people are involved. Right, Bud Light? Okay, let's move on. I've got a bunch of uh, shorter clips I need to share with you. A while ago here on the podcast, we played a clip of a, a drunk congressperson. She was totally out of it. I've got another one here. This is uh, Texas House Speaker Dodd Phelan. I don't know. D-A-D-E. I, I pronounce that Dodd. Uh, anyway, here he is uh, trying to do something. Mr. Speaker, I'll move adoption. Mr. Campbell, send that amendment. The amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is almost a heavy rotation. The chair has done the amendment. adopted. That was, uh, the amendment is adopted. The chair recognizes Mr. Mr. Johnson of Harris. Mr. Johnson of Harris to speak in opposition to the bill. Yeah, he's surprised that he got there. He's like, did I say that right? My God, it was. The chair recognizes Ms. Niave Criado to speak in opposition to the bill. He's getting some of those harder names, though. I'll give him that. I call that a functioning drunk. Give the speaker a raise, I say. All right, let's move on. I give this next woman a lot of credit. You know, she works at a shitty store. Dollar General. She could very easily not give a fuck, but uh, she somehow miraculously takes pride in her work and she doesn't like to see when people steal from her store. Not only did this woman leave her post and chase after the thief, she got in her car and followed this motherfucker home. It wasn't exactly a high-speed chase as he was on a bicycle. And, you know, she's zooming around in some sort of Ford SUV or something. But as uh, this guy bicycles back to his house up his driveway, she hits him with her car, which is kind of like a bigger crime than just stealing a can of beans from Dollar General. At this point, though, it's you know, it's the principle of the thing. We, st- <laughs> we start with the impact. 
and the guy goes flying over his handlebars. So already the video is great. I'm going to try to isolate just that like two seconds of video and make it today's featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. She gets out of the car and then starts picking up all the stuff that came flying out of his basket. You know, all the stolen stuff from Dollar General. I love that he has a basket on the front of his bicycle. Very cute. Yeah? Well, who the fuck you think you are? Dying shit from my store, bitch. Please shut up, bitch. He has the audacity to say, give me my stuff, bitch, when she starts grabbing at his basket. Stupid ass bitch. You can't afford flowers, dumbass. Fuck your ass, bitch. Fuck you. You don't live a fucking life I live, bitch. Oh, you see me living in my fucking You want fucking shit, bitch. She one-handedly, she just picks up his bicycle and throws it, like, onto the street. In my car? You fucking working you fucking fucking store? Shut up, bitch. Fucking asshole. Ain't that fucking serious, though? He's like, you're gonna fix my bicycle, I hope you know. That ain't right. Breaking a man's 10 speed. They're all just sort of leisurely picking stuff up off the driveway. She's picking up product, he's picking up product. I guess they're just gonna keep whatever they they, they can handle. Not at her store, they don't. Hit him. He's right behind her, and she got back in the car. She could easily just put the car in reverse. Oh, she's trying. Oh, she's gonna do it. Is she gonna do it? Oh, no, he moves out of the way. I need that money. That's pretty much where the video ends. That is an extreme example of customer service justice. Speaking of people stealing shit, I've got a short clip here of a woman who is on live stream. I guess she's on TikTok, bad mouthing the father of her children. He caught wind of the situation. Apparently, friends were blowing up his phone. Luckily for him, he happened to be in the area and decides to crash the live stream. But can't pay them motherfucking bills, bitch, running, running that motherfucking mouth. <laughs> and he just, uh, I don't know if he punches her or just grabs her phone, but he takes it and runs. He's pretty much documenting his crimes. Probably not the smartest move, but. Ah, uh, bitch, fuck you talking about, ho. Yeah, 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 talk that shit in there, bitch. What fuck you talking about? I ain't no good father and provider. I'm a good role model for my kids. My shit, put up on that hoe. She lame in hell. Fuck her, she ain't talking my shit. The bitch alive, be with my kid every fucking day. The hoe ugly in hell. Fuck Look, you fucked her. That was your choice. It's a weird defense you're putting up there. Look, uh, the bitch is ugly, so you can't trust a word she's saying. You put your dick in her. The hoe ugly in hell. Fuck you talking about, bitch, you don't know who your baby dad is. Oh. Fuck you talking about all that extra ass shit you were saying, ho. You ain't talking about... Maybe she's, like, accusing him of being the baby daddy, and he is saying, nah, it's not me. I don't do shit like that. I just break and enter. Fuck you talking about all that extra ass shit you were saying, ho. You ain't talking about shit. Pull it up on your ugly, dusty, lame ass, ho. All you do is sell pussy every day, and you want me to get with the shit. But, ho, I can't get with that shit, ho. I ain't never been that type of nigga, bitch. Fuck you talking about, and if I with you or not... Well said. 
I've switched allegiances. I'm now on this guy's side. Well, I didn't know beforehand that she's a dusty ass bitch. You can't trust a dusty hoe. He ain't gonna fuck that pussy. He ain't the baby daddy. That's for sure. All right, moving on. The DB listener with only a mountain emoji for a name provided a link to Shannon Michaels, who I think we featured before on the podcast. She's one of those crunchy, no shoes wearing hippies. She's like, she's very against the idea of socks and shoes, and she produces a lot of content urging us all to go shoe free. I rarely wear foot prisons. For the last two years, I've been training and strengthening my feet up so that now I can walk barefoot on the most rocky terrains. So that's how this bitch has been wasting her time. That being said, uh, foot prisons, nice burn, but uh, it's really not affecting any of us in a negative way wearing shoes. I don't like my feet being dirty. I hate washing my feet. As a fat person, I have mobility issues. No, uh, the reason why I hate washing my feet is because, you know, you get it all soapy and you're scrubbing your feet and then you put your foot down on the the shower floor and I'm afraid I'm going to slip like there's going to be some residual soap there. My worst nightmare is cracking my head on the shower and uh, like an ambulance having to be called and paramedics coming in, seeing my fat ass, disgusting, naked body hauling me away in a stretcher that way. No, 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 no. And, you know, if you're walking around barefoot all day, your your feet feet are going to get all black. I mean, you're going to really have to scrub those things clean, really spend a lot of time. You need to stop wearing foot prisons. When we make direct contact with the surface of the earth, our bodies receive charges of energy. This technique is called earthing, and it has many benefits. I mean, this is some real new age metaphysical mumbo jumbo, right? Crystals and earth powers. Your feet receive charges from the earth. The benefits of earthing, which I strongly believe is a made-up term, uh, reduces inflammation, improves sleep, increases energy and vitality, normalizes the body's biological rhythms, promotes calmness. This woman is really strange because, again, she's pretty crunchy, especially when it comes to, like, nature and feet and stuff. But she's also a climate change denier. She makes fun of that Greta Thunberg girl. He's like, BFD, the climate's always changing. They said in the 1970s, things were getting cooler, and then now they're getting warmer. Science is a bunch of lies. The only truth is foot freedom and earthing charges. So like I mentioned, she's got a lot of videos about foot prisons, but uh, she's moving on and exploring some new territory. You need to stop wearing genital prisons. You hear that, guys? Time to strip for old Timmy Boo. Free ball it, baby. You need to stop wearing genital prisons. Most underwear is made from polyester and synthetic fiber blends, which are plastic and petroleum-based. These fabrics release chemicals like phthalates into your skin, chemicals which have been shown to cause hormone disruption and lower sperm count. Yeah, that last one is a selling point for me. Less sperm, less baby-making. Win-win. Men, go commando. There is so much research showing that underwear is killing your testosterone. And women, you know that breeze feels good. I can sort of get behind this. This makes a lot more sense than the foot prison thing. So, you know, she's not 100% insane. Someone who is 100% insane is this girlfriend. Guys, be grateful you're not dating this ham beast. So what we have here is uh, two people standing on the side of the road. It looks like the woman is trying to get her boyfriend back into her car. Oh my God. His name is Mike. Everyone, let's pray for Mike. She gets in the car, starts to follow him. 
greatest speed away ever. She literally drives away as she's screaming. I think she circles around though because uh, a few feet away this is captured. Well, is he getting in the car? He's walking around. She's getting out of the car again to chase him on foot. By the way, they are not close to the camera at all. They're all the way down the road. Her voice carries. She's throwing sticks at him. I don't know where she got that. Well, it seems like the feeling is mutual. Sea freaks, no matter how challenging a relationship you're in may be, it can always be worse. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist and a fucked up news. Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. Become a true and honorable freak today. Go to superfreaksideshow.com. Sign up. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. When you sign up, you gain access to the entire archive of programs. This is one of the longest podcasts in existence. And that ain't even hyperbole, baby. We've been at this since December 2004 doing a daily show. Do the math. There's well over 5,000 episodes in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive, and uh, we plan on doing another one on Thursday. Go to superfreaksideshow.com for more information, for an even easier way to gain access to uh, new Sideshow episodes. If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right in those apps. You won't have access to the website that way. It'll be just in the app you choose. Like if you sign up through Spotify, uh, the Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear in your feed alongside the free episodes right in Spotify. Same deal with Apple Podcasts. Just makes it very easy. Just a few taps and boom, you have Sideshow access right on your mobile phone. For more information on all of this, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. There is one final way to help support DV. We've got a Patreon account patreon.com slash distorted view you can pledge as little as a dollar over there if you pledge at least five you get access to a special voicemail line where i will play your calls first and yes we've got some patrons calling in today so we'll get to that in just a few minutes also if you are a higher tiered patron if you pledge at least twenty dollars uh you get access to uh freebies that i send off to you occasionally I've sent hats uh, to freaks. I've sent uh, drinkware like mugs and uh, I can't remember. Oh, tumblers. I think we did pillows distorted, like distorted view throw pillows, not a fish pillow coming in June. I plan on doing another DV merchandise send off. So uh, if you are not yet a patron, check it out. Patreon.com slash distorted view. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Well, it looks like the drug epidemic has finally reached seagulls. 
Great. Give them a reason to be more aggressive towards me. Seagulls are assholes. They'll just swoop right down. They're not afraid of people at all, especially people who are holding foods. And I'm always carrying a hot dog or corn dog or bratwurst, banana, all phallic foods, but still all the stuff seagulls love. Britain's seagulls seem to be developing an appetite for a little more than just unguarded fish and chips. There are apparently increasing reports of the seaside pests swooping down to make off with drug user stashes. Tired, drug-sniffing dogs. Wired, drug-sniffing seagulls. Get them on the payroll of the police, right? They can cover way more ground. I mean, they're overhead. Again, instead of just barking, they can swoop. I think it's harder to train a seagull, but, you know, they're already addicted to the drugs. They want this stuff. They know what to go after. That's half the battle right there. Uh, yes, there are apparently increasing reports of the seaside pests swooping down to make off with drug users' stashes. In particular, a group of synthetic cannabinoid, cannabinoids, I guess, known as spice. Spice use in humans can cause euphoria, talkativeness, paranoia, nausea, and mood swings. These are all the last things you want from a seagull. You don't want a talkative seagull. You certainly don't want a nauseous one throwing up and shitting on you from above. In some cases, the sedative effects are so acute that users have been compared to zombies. Surprisingly enough, there's been very little research into the synthetic narcotics effects on seagulls. Incidents of the birds swooping down to nick users' stashes of the drug have apparently been reported in Hastings, East Sussex, Margate, and Kent, as well as cities including London, Leeds, Manchester, and Liverpool. I know many of you American freaks are saying, who cares what happens over there in Great Britain? Well, this is just like foreshadowing what's going to be happening here, right? It's bound to happen. I think we love our drugs here more than the UK. Former spice user Kevin Robertson, 45, of Hastings, said gulls will go for anything. They used to come up behind us and grab whatever we had. If we were stoned and completely out of it, the gulls could take the joints we were smoking and just fly off. Now, it's hard to tell if the seagulls have acquired a taste for spice, like if, they, if they're jonesing for the stuff, or if they're just like being seagulls. You know how seagulls will just eat anything? They see something in the human's hands and they want it. You could feed a Band-Aid to a seagull. They're like, mmm, that's delicious. You got any gauze? How about some bloody gauze? Quote, in the end, the best place for us was in the covered bus shelters. But even then, the seagulls seemed to know where we were. Dude, you may have been hallucinating. What you thought were seagulls may have been cars. There were so many seagulls whizzing past us on the road. White ones, black ones, seagulls in the shape of Volkswagen Beetles. It was so weird. Ozed of Leeds, who is also a former spice user, added a seagull and spice is not a good combo. It turns them into psycho gulls. Quick, get me someone from the asylum on the phone. I've got your next movie right here. Psycho Spice Gulls of Orange County. Time to give that Sharknado asshole a run for its money. After one such incident, locals reportedly said that one of the birds went mad after taking someone's supply of the drug, dive-bombing pedestrians before eventually coming to collapse on the pavement. As one person said, seagulls on spice. Went for a stroll, and I saw two officers checking out a stone seagull. Another person added, another day, another zombie seagull. <laughs> they think they're getting chips, but they're actually getting a beak full of spice. Guys, watch out if you're on the beach. Now you gotta be on high alert for tweaked out seagulls. This on top of all the other stuff you have to be on the lookout for. Pedophiles, fat men in speedos. It's a real minefield, that beach. 
I'm staying indoors. Indoors in air condition. Thank you. All right. Uh, second story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with meow. Uh, oh, yeah. Pray Jesus. Give me hallelujah. Down home of Florida. Did a moan for no day. Happen, happen, All right, here's yet another piece of advice for homicidal criminals. If you want to get away with your crime, as unpleasant as this is, a lot of people don't think about this, but, you know, you do the crime, you got to put in the time. And by that, I mean murder scene cleanup. Yeah, I know. Murdering is fun. You get that rush. It's exhilarating. But then there's a lot of unpleasantness that comes with murder, too. A lot of DNA splattered all over the place, yours and theirs. And if you don't want to end up behind bars, yeah, you're going to have to do some unpleasant cleanup. It's going to get gross. The one thing you cannot do is hire someone to clean up the mess for you. You don't want to introduce another person into the scenario. Too many variables there. It's actually the dumbest fucking thing you could possibly do. Which brings us to our second story here. A housekeeper encountered a deadly sight Wednesday afternoon in Naples, Florida, authorities say, and helped get a suspect behind bars. See? See why you don't hire a maid? Who could have saw this coming, right? Except for everyone. According to a police report, I get so angry when, <laughs> when criminals do stupid shit. According to a police report from the Collier County Sheriff's Office, at around 2.30 p.m., the maid was called by one of her clients. Anthony Michael Corrado, who asked her to clean up a real mess at his grandparents' home. Even though he said it was a real mess, I still think he was understating it there. I think he was just trying to get a lower quote from the maid. Now, look, I've got a real mess in the apartment. How much would you say uh, you're going to charge? How many hours do you need to clean up a real mess? He didn't say it was like blood, guts, and brain matter. She charges time and a half for that. Well, when she arrived to the house in the suburb of Golden Gates Estates, well, that sounds like a nice place to live uh, for most people, not the victim, obviously. She noticed Corrado, 34, was covered in blood and she immediately didn't nope the fuck out of that situation. The woman went into the bedroom, heard heavy breathing and saw a large blue tarp on the floor. If she doesn't leave at this point, she nothing's going to make her leave. We went from red flag to dark crimson flag. I don't know where else th this can go. She, <laughs> she saw something moving underneath the tarp. So like an idiot, she began to unwrap the tarp and she found Corrado's grandmother with a plastic bag over her head. When she attempted to remove the bag, Corrado told her to stop. Because, quote, she would get blood everywhere. She's the maid. She's going to clean this all up. Just be honest. You want your grandmother to asphyxiate. Corrado then told the woman to help her get rid of his grandmother's body before his grandfather got home from the grocery store and to disable the security cameras. Look, this is really beyond the scope of what maids are supposed to do. Cleaning up a crime scene, okay, that's sort of in the realm of what maids do, cleaning things. But disabling security cameras, she doesn't know how that operates, right? The housekeeper insisted they call 911, but Corrado, who has a long rap sheet, told her no because he didn't want to go back to prison. Well, that sounds reasonable. Frightened, the housekeeper told Corrado that she needed to get cleaning supplies from her car. Again, this is a rookie mistake on the part of the criminal. Never let 
people who have seen your crimes out of your sight. Uh, I'll be right back. I need to go to the store and get some Fabuloso or whatever the fuck you clean up blood with. Pine Soul? I'll be right back. Like, sure. She's not coming back. Anyway, she's like, uh, I left all my cleaning supplies in my car, which isn't even believable. But the stupid idiot was like, okay, go get your stuff. Instead, she flagged down a county deputy in his patrol vehicle a short distance away. Deputies then went to the house and saw Corrado still wearing blood-spattered clothes. The first thing you, would, you should do is change out of those things. Unless, you know, you're going to be doing the cleanup. But that's why you have the maid, right? In the bedroom, the grandmother, 82, was found dead with injuries from blunt head trauma. The 74-year-old grandfather, who had returned from the store, was still alive and wrapped in a blanket. The second victim, who also had injuries consistent with blunt head trauma, was taken by helicopter to the Gulf Coast Medical Center's trauma unit in Fort Myers. Deputies continued to search the home and observed blood on the walls and floor and a heavy hammer with smeared blood on the kitchen countertop. The grandparents' names were Anthony and Mary, and quote, they were devoted grandparents and they helped their grandkids a ton, said second cousin Mike Schiavone. The horror of the entire situation was overwhelming. The Collier County court records show that uh, Mary had a protection order against Corrado dating back to 2018. Hey, Mary. Ew. Well, there's no place like home. With your family around you, you're never alone. <laughs> know that you love. You don't need to roam. Cause there's no place like home. Times I change it. Oh, it's almost like YouTube wanted me to stop singing. How dare you buffer? So fucking insulting buffering in the middle of my performance. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. Be careful with uh, sex. If you have a lot of that stuff, your dick might just fall off. It's a thing that can happen. I mean, I'm in the clear. I think my penis gets enough breathing room between sex sessions. Good six to eight months between bouts. Uh, a German tourist faces having his penis amputated after a 24-hour ecstasy in Viagra sex marathon. Okay, so substances were also in play here. It wasn't just sex. Apparently, he and his wife went on vacation. They really made the most uh, of it, so they were having a great time. I don't know where they were at, uh, Italy or something. They were taking in all the sights, all the sounds. They wanted to have lots of sex, so they did ecstasy and Viagra. Well, now that's all left him with septic shock in his cock. Cock shock. The man, 50, is in serious condition in a hospital in Italy after having sex under the influence of drugs for an estimated 24 hours. He literally fucked his dick off. It's all raw and red and black and blue, I guess. The two allegedly had the crazy sex session after taking MDMA at their apartment. Local media reports that following the session, the man felt seriously ill and turned up at the hospital on May 11th. It's believed his wife accompanied him to the hospital. More than a week after his arrival, his condition has been described as, quote, serious. He's currently in the intensive care unit, and his prognosis remains confidential. The couple have not been named. Uh, I guess a tip for you is just do one thing or the other. Don't do Viagra and ecstasy. Do ecstasy. Let that wear off, and then do Viagra, or vice versa. You can't be mixing things, right? Taking all these sex drug cocktails. According to local media reports, the septic shock has caused a necrosis of the man's penis and scrotum, which is like the last thing you want to hear is happening to your penis. Necro is not a great prefix 
when it comes to your body. Like You don't want to hear doctors utter that. That vacation spot in Italy, Castel del Piano, I don't know, I probably butcher that, is a popular tourist resort in the foothills of Mount uh, Amiata in Tuscany. Okay, you can just say Tuscany. That's a word I can pronounce. I was one of those high school kids who hated reading in front of the class. I was Todd. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, guys, here we go. Love to hear from you freaks. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Use it and abuse it. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Of course, our voicemail line, 206-666-4463. Call in, call often. Love to hear from you. But we do have some patrons taking advantage of a, a special phone number. If you pledge at least $5 over there, at Patreon, you get access to that. Uh, let's uh, check in with some patrons here. Hey, Timothy, it's Meowness. Um, Hello? This week, you uh, you brought back up, because he died, the Jack Rebney video, the, uh, yes. the Winnebago Man clips. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, the, I remember when you first played those back in, like, 2005, 2006. And ever ever since then, I've... There's, there's two sayings that I always say. Do me a kindness. It's got to be like do me a kindness. Uh, from those videos. One is when he says, can you do me a kindness? Yep. <laughs> I say the same thing. Do me a kindness. I say, can you do me a kindness all the time? <laughs> I, I actually misremembered it. I don't even know. Is that like grammatically correct? Do me a kindness. Is that a, is that a saying? Like an old timey saying or something? I actually misremembered it as being uh, from... Uh, from Dick Clark, or not Dick Clark, but one of the other. Um, oh, Casey Kasem. Uh, oh, not the uh, the the countdown guy. Yes, Casey Kasem. Yeah. I thought it was the Casey Kasem. He said something similar that I quote, thing, but I forgot that it was the Winnebago Man. The other one was uh, uh, I can't remember it, but I gotta tell you, um, if there's a there's a song you should look up, Zed Z E D D made a song called Slam the Door, and it features a bunch of the sayings of the Don't one slam the door. Bago Man in it. You should probably <laughs> check that out. Love you, dude. All right. Thank you very much. I looked up uh, Zed Slam the Door, and here's a little bit of it. Listen, I've got to give her a, a clue here now. I don't want any more bullshit anytime <laughs> during the day from anyone. That includes me. It's going to be very hot. It's going to be very uncomfortable for everybody. For anybody yelling. Get anybody yelling. It's literally just the Winnebago Man audio, not even like remixed. Still, that shit is great. Love Jack Rabney. Rest in peace, my man. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's Pirate Barbie. So I'm listening to an older episode, and you're talking about uh, getting a DV episode into the Library of Congress. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Just so happens that I actually know a guy who works there. Ooh, oh, do we have an in? Um, I met him. Okay, we're not going to submit the Grandma Jigaboo episode. Sorry. The area, and he is the basically the porn czar <laughs> at the Library of Congress. Oh! 
perfect. I didn't even know the Library of Congress had porn. Well, if that's the case, DV is definitely noteworthy. Look, here's what you need to tell your friend. <laughs> you need to you need to tell him. Look, Distorted View, one of the earliest podcasts. We were the first winner of the podcast awards in the comedy category, and then again the very next year, and then we also won in the mature category. Like DV is very popular. We've been nominated a bunch. I mean, I don't even know. Does it? I don't think the podcast awards really mean anything. But it, look, it's an award, and DV won it. Um, he gets paid by the federal government to watch shitty fucking movies. And for a while, they were playing these really well. DV's a shitty fucking podcast. <laughs> things, but that's his whole job is to basically watch movies. And he's like, I watch a lot Ooh, of porn. That's so cool. <laughs> so I'm wondering if. Um, I would like to be his apprentice. You know, if this uh, podcast goes tits up, I want to work with him. Media consumption also includes podcasts, so I'll have to oh. hit him up and see uh, uh, what uh. he may or may not know, or yeah. if he can, you know, put me in contact with somebody, maybe. Come I on. Let's we'll go, baby. Okay, Let's bye. get DV in the Library of Congress. Oh, we're one step closer. Seeing at the start of the call, I was like, ah, that'll never happen. So you just need to know one person. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's all about the connections you make. It's the decoy Jew. Uh, you inspired me, so I've been hard at work banging the mentally handicapped to prove that I'm not a bigot. By the way, Google uh, translated your voicemail into, Hey, Timmy Boo, it's dad and waifu, not decoy Jew. You're now dad and <laughs> waifu. Your waifu pillow is next to you. No, I'm just kidding. So, um... But I actually found that position highly amusing and ridiculous from that lady slash they. And uh, I've, I've heard that sort of position before, and it's, it's fucking ridiculous. I feel like as a somewhat of a social justice warrior, which I'm sure everyone by now is painfully aware of after me being too sensitive for the DV Discord, I'm entitled to comment on this. And in fact, you know, most of my friends are trans these days, and they don't... How is that even possible? <laughs> Where like, you know, the trans population, God bless them, but they're only like, what, point, <laughs> point zero three, or I don't know how what the percentage of the population trans people are, but you're saying the only people that you're friends with are trans. Expect everybody. What the hell? Like, why? <laughs> like, how did that happen? To be Statistically, you're quite the anomaly. These days, and I guess maybe like you befriended one trans person, and then of course they're friends with other trans people, and uh, they're they seem cool to you, so you're all just like one group. Of, I guess I don't. They know. don't. Expect I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. What is this voicemail about? Everybody to be willing to sleep with them. She got off to a good start when she. Oh, the fat person. Yeah, the the, the fat uh, clinical psychologist who uh, wants everyone to be attracted to fat people. Said that uh, fat phobic isn't a sexual attraction. That's true, but uh, not wanting to bang somebody isn't the same as being a dick about it. Like if you're like, I don't want to sleep with you because you're a fat hog, that's right. fat phobic. But you can just not be attracted to someone. Right. But the most interesting thing about this, I think, is that the logical extension of her argument would be that you should pester lesbians to sleep with men and tell them that they're inherently sexist if they won't because they're... She actually does address that in the, in the video, um, but I didn't play that part, you know? Choosing... I mean, her. I mean, she, she addresses it by saying, of course, that's not what I'm talking about. That's crazy. Who they are and aren't attracted to based on sex or gender or whatever. Right. Like, it's... it's 
if you take it to that extreme, then you know most of That's the left tight. is going to very clearly see that you're a fucking moron. It's yeah, very much a non-starter as an idea. I agree. I think everyone would agree with you. The woman is, just, you know, she's upset because some people aren't attracted to her because she's fat, and it's just the way it is. Some people don't like people with freckles. Or, uh, you know, they're not attracted to big, fat dish plate nipples. I don't know. It's just, you know, people are into what they're into. I get that there's, like, a societal aspect to it. We're like, you know, we call fat people disgusting all the time, and that influences what we think about them and how we see them and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, just be nice to fat people, I guess. And if you're attracted to them, you're attracted. There are, there are chubby chasers out there. There are people who are sexually attracted just by the looks of fat people. I just think it's funny. Like she went to college to become a, a clinical psychologist. This is like her pr- her pet project, right? This is what she is devoting her life to because she's fat and she desperately wants people to want to bone her. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. You need to stop wearing genital prisons. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. World News this week. Mom and daughter died together. Three hours later, they came back to life. Wife locked in desert dungeon. By her vengeful husband. Three puppies save child. Freezing to death. Millionaire dumps wife to become priest. Weekly World News. How Asian gals snare American hubbies. Whaling ship harpoon sea monster. This week and every week from all over the world. Weekly World News. The more you read it, the more you get involved. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.